Hey everyone, hey. it is I, Blossom, and Alexander Tribe. And we have the first exclusive interview since the Jubilee Middle Ground debate, trans conservatives versus trans liberals. Exclusive. Ooh. We're giving our opinion, we're reflecting. Come on in, listen to what we have to say, and subscribe to this channel. Mm -hmm. And does it get petty? Does yeah. It? This is the Transparency Podcast Show. Um, I did not feel 100% comfortable in that space because, I don't know, it, it wasn't debating buck because I don't mind debating trans conservative over issues. But it, for me, and this is that Libra in me, it has to be the right balance of space. The balance was not there because they were going to lean automatically more towards him. And I just pretty much threw off the debate on purpose. I, I literally just threw it off because I'm like, there's another platform where we can have this. Well, here's the thing. Blair White got hold of that debate because, again, Buck and Blair are like night and day or whatever all together. And conservatives were hyping her up because, oh, she should have debated Blair. And I agree because me and Buck were not a match for that particular debate because we just had two different experiences. Mm -hmm. And it was just like, yeah, you're not who I need to debate. And I am a firm believer as a debater, like, you got to have somebody that can kind of match your thing where you're going head to head. And that's when really deb good debating and good discussion happens. And so what ended up happening was she had been wanting to debate me for a year. She started following me on Instagram. Wait, and she was following you already on Instagram? She was already following me on Instagram. So Didn't she say in the clear. debate she doesn't know who you are? Yeah. Oh, I have mad receipts. Okay, I, just, I have mad receipts on her. I remember that, right? But, Didn't she say yeah. that? She said she didn't know who I was. But she was yeah. following you on Instagram? Yeah, I have mad receipts okay. on that. And so, sorry, me. I didn't mean to interrupt. <laughs> no, 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 you're fine. <laughs> yeah. No, 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 you're fine. And so what ended up happening was I this other platform, this trashy platform reached out to me and was just like, hey, um, there's someone that wants to debate you um, about trans issues. And I was just like, oh my God, is it Blair White? He was like, yeah, it's Blair. And I was just like, okay, I'll come on and I will debate her. And so he, she didn't get back to him for about a week. And something told me to go look on the platform because I had learned my lesson with the last platform. I looked on that platform. They had some girl on there breaking her NDA over which celebrity she slept with. And I said, mm -hmm. my community is not going to come to this platform and watch a debate between me and Blair. And so what I ended up doing was when he when that girl finally got back in touch with him, I told him, I said, listen, you can tell Blair to get in my DM and we can find a more mutual platform where we can debate each other. I don't think this is the platform that my community will come to. And I have mad receipts on that. He was like, cool. Blair never did. So almost uh, a year later, I got a call from one of the producers um, wanting me to be a part of this episode or whatever. And when they told me what the name of it was, I was like, okay, Blair is probably behind this because I didn't realize you can go and pitch episodes to them. And so what I am a firm believer is she went and she pitched that episode. And I think it was intentional on the casting because she's always said on her platform, she dislikes trans activists and non-binary people. Mm -hmm. So that's why you and I, I felt like we're so targeted as much or whatever. But we held the most power on our end because she's bullied other non-binary people. She on her platform, her own side. Yeah, but here's the thing: some of those people that she's bullied, made videos of, or whatever, were also my close friends, mm -hmm. and so it it was a more personal thing on for me. And so, getting there to set like you, I was excited to debate Blair because I knew people that could not stand her, and I knew I would be speaking for a lot of folks that she's harmed. I knew I would be that representation. 
for not just me as a black trans woman, but for all the trans and non-binary folks that she's harmed. Because I'm not going to say they don't have, they, they just may not have the capacity to deal with her. And she's, she's a lot. And when, when, when I got, when we were all on set, she was so competitive. She was so unprofessional. She was so disrespectful. Um, she, she had an agenda. She had a whole agenda and a mission. And I think her point was she wanted to throw out that episode like she did Dr. Phil. She wanted to come on there and be disruptive. She wanted to be this, this boss or whatever. And I do think that to a certain degree, the Jubilee producers did play a part in it. Um, and you all were there during the taping of this. Um, she did call me ugly. Uh, while we were filming, they did edit it out. Um, and I'm actually glad they did. And I have, and I'll tell you why. Um, long story short or whatnot, things got heated. I was like, yeah, keep it cute. Keep it cute. She was like, yeah, you keep it cute because you're ugly. And in that moment, I got triggered. And I sat there because I've looked at this girl's platform. And she has a racist following. A lot of her followers are racist. It seems like it. Yeah. They're very prejudiced. They're very racist. They're very transphobic. But the thing is, when you feel isolated from community, you're going to go to whoever's going to affirm you. Mm-hmm. And so when she said that, I knew that was more of a deeper-rooted saying towards me and my ancestry and everything about me. So what ended up happening was because I've worked on this set before. We ended up taking a 30-minute break. That has never happened. Mm. Last time I was on that set, we shot three hours straight conversation, which is why for our episode, I'm really shocked at the amount of content we were able to get because the director said one hour and 30 minutes, we were all fighting with her, which I was like, whoa. So when we took the 30-minute break, you know, they had us all in separate uh, dressing rooms. And so I actually had to do a, um, a root chakra meditation to get back grounded and to get back in alignment. And it's like, you know what, Blossom, let's do this. Because what conservatives like to say about me is I'm angry, I'm upset. And because of my statue, they're, they're, they're trying to say I'm very threatening. And I'm not. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, we got back on set. We debated. And if you notice, I, I calmed her down a little bit. You know what I mean? Like I, Because it's, it's actually strategy. Because debating is also strategy, too. Yeah. And so, you know, I was like, player... I don't have no problem with you, girl. Da 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 da, or whatever. And then, you know, in the video, I set her up for the perfect blow up when I talked about how my blackness should not pay for your whiteness that's destroying my community. And it's so funny because all of a sudden, you know, she's half white and she's half Latina. But all of a sudden, she wants to lean back into her Latina ness, her being a Latina. She's half Mexican, she's half Portuguese or whatnot to try to assimilate into a conversation with me about what I was saying. And the thing is, it's like, first of all, on the on her white side, when I specifically said whiteness, I'm talking about your white side. Let's not act like Portuguese people can't be racist to the Africans that come over there. And let's not, let's not forget they are. Portuguese people uh, in Portugal, they were colonizing folks. And what it is, is Blair thought she was going to colonize me. That's what she thought she was going to do. I mean, the respectability politics comment that she made about um, you need to work on your transition before you go to the bathroom. Oof. I mean, the level of just 
Yeah. Audacity. Lack of empathy for other people's <laughs> It was lives. stupid. She was stupid. I, I, it was just such a stupid comment. Yeah. It was really stupid because it's just like, why are we policing other people's transness? And they're trying to use, because I've caught their strategy, like they're trying to use the gender binary of being a man and being a woman to be, to be used against somebody that's non-binary. Yeah. And it was interesting. I will say strategically, it was really interesting because like I had to, when I debate, I have to take my feelings out of it. Or whatever, because we got to talk about the important issues. But they have a certain strategy where they're they're they sound very convincing in their talking points. But when you take their talking points and just try to dissect it, they're really stupid. They're not really connecting. But conservatives like that because conservatives only have a basic understanding of what trans people and non-binary people are, and that's why I made that talking point in the debate. It's like, and if you notice, none of them said anything when I said that. They know they are the basic understanding of what transness is. Yeah. And they're going to believe everything that they say. Yeah. It's funny. It's, it's funny you say that because I was just actually telling somebody, I was like, you know, there are people in this world who are just like so well-spoken, but they're not right. And it doesn't matter. Like you can sit there and be like, well, you know, the statistics say this and that, blah, 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 blah. And talking back and forth until you turn blue, but it doesn't mean that you're correct. It doesn't mean that you're correct. You, just because you're well-spoken doesn't mean you're correct. So it's almost like a, a, a facade. It's like this, like, they're putting on drag, you know? I mean, yeah. honestly, if you think about it, it's, it's like this silly uh, perception that because you sound smart, you are smart, but you're not. You're not always smart. You're not always right. It doesn't matter how educated you are. It doesn't make you right all the time. Mm-hmm. And people don't, People kind of like forget that. And conservatives, like you said, conservatives love that though. They love a well-spoken, you know, they love a well-spoken person. And so <laughs> it doesn't matter if they're right or wrong. Yeah. You know, and they're, oh, well, you know what though? They were so well-spoken. And it's just like. <laughs> well, you yeah, know, I noticed that actually in the comments, because I did look at some of the comments because, you know, I, I don't mind looking. It, it's, it is what it is when it comes to that. <laughs> uh, folks were saying that I was well-spoken too. And it's, it's, to me, when I'm looking at that, and especially with the two of you as well, and especially Blossom, the way that the double standard, because a I'm a white male presenting, uh, you know, right, you know, passing yep. privilege, all of those things come into factor for folks, and you can see it clearly in the comments mm-hmm. uh, when a lot of the points we were making similar points, um, and I think it's really harmful the way that a lot of the rhetoric that's going on in the community. I mean, even right now, the reason why I wore pink today is because I'm getting misgendered for the first time. Mm. Uh, in the history of, uh, it's so funny, I grew up my whole life getting he pronouns thrown at me as a bully. <laughs> and now, uh, you know, I'm getting called she. But to any trans mask out there that feels like you are getting, you know, harmed in this way, shape, or form, if it can happen to me, don't let it worry you. I mean, it's just people projecting their traumas out on you. And it's, I wore pink today in celebration of it. <laughs>